Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The Minneapolis group Barbaro grows out of the American bluegrass tradition, but the key words there might be out of, because Barbaro doesn't race through banjo breakdowns and flashy fiddle solos, although they can do those things. The band's new album, About the Winter, has a kind of rootsy chamber music sound at times, and as you'll hear in a moment, includes some surprising electronic additions to the sound as well. They're here to play some songs from About the Winter for us today. This first one is called Subtle Hints. So the story goes You're cleaning up Lipstick from your collar, and all the times you've cut just awake amongst the batter in the mire, and whether worthy of the salt you take or the
Subtle Hints is the name of the song. You'll find it on the latest album by Barbaro called About the Winter, but that's a live performance with uh, Kyle Shellstadt playing guitar, Rachel Calvert singing and playing violin. Kyle was also doing some singing. Jason Wells on the double bass. Uh, that's the band as it appears on the record. With them today, Cliff Nesseth on electric keyboard. You'll hear him playing flute in a moment. And... Um, Kyle, the, the that's an acoustic guitar that you're playing. Yes. But halfway through the song, you get into a kind of atmospheric mode with it through the use of, you know, a lot of the foot pedals that we associate with an electric guitarist. Yeah, um, I've I've started experimenting a little bit. Um, when we went in and recorded the album, we recorded everything acoustic, um, and the uh, engineer that we were working with, Brian Joseph, uh, started m- manipulating the sound of our instruments quite a bit. Um, in a way that um, I think really helped carry some of the songs and add new dynamics um, to the pieces. So uh, I decided to invest in a little bit of equipment (laughs) and and try and recreate um, that piece. So um, just a little bit of reverb on there, and um, and it kind of helps carry that part of the song, I think. Yeah, it becomes very kind of spacey. And now, uh, are you fans of electronic music as well? Yes, uh, yeah, definitely. To an extent, I would say. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm a fan, but a fun fact is I believe when I joined the band, there was a sticker out there that said hashtag end EDM, which as a new member I was a little <laughs> offended by. End EDM. Yeah. yeah, that's how we got a name for ourselves when we first started out, by just upsetting all the club Tw- kids. Tweaking the collective <laughs> nose of like yeah. the, the world's most popular form of yeah. dance music. Exactly. <laughs> and how'd that work out for you? Uh, now we're I, making electronic dance music. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's interesting because uh, on the record there's a lot of banjo, and, of course, there's fiddle and guitar and bass. With the addition of a mandolin, you would be a straight-ahead kind of bluegrass band. And on your first record, uh, you did sort of present as a some kind of progressive bluegrass band. But there's so much else happening on this record, it seems. I mean, Rachel, was was that kind of a conscious step away from what the band had done before? Yeah, I think, like, as like our lineup evolved and our own musical interests and our own musical chemistry and the unique recipe of every everyone bringing their own thing to the table. Um, as we're playing different festivals and different venues, I think we started leaning into our strengths, which was not really being like the best party band on earth. Um, there are other string bands that really get people hooting and hollering and mm-hmm. dancing, and I love that. Um, and we we've done that, but... I think we all feel the most confident and the most like ourselves when we get a little introspective with it, Um, maybe a little psychedelic with it. (laughs) And um, so I think we kind of leaned into that. And then, yeah, meeting Brian, I think he just kind of tied that into a a beautiful box with a nice bow with his touch. So Brian Joseph co-produced the record with you, Kyle, right? In Eau Claire. In Eau Claire, yeah. In Wisconsin, which is Bon Iver country. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, it sounds like the, the the texture, the orchestrations, the arrangements of this album were something that kind of happened in the studio as opposed to the the three of you going in with a set plan that right. this is what this album's going to be. 
Yeah, I think it was a mix of both. You know, um, the first time we went into the studio to record an album, uh, we came in really well prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this time we went in, um, and I was hoping for us to be a little less prepared. Um, so some songs were like dialed; we knew exactly what we want to do, and then others uh, were able to come to life in the studio in that moment. With yeah. us. Jason, I- I'm sitting next to your bow. Uh, there, there isn't a whole lot of arco playing in bluegrass so uh, are you classically trained uh i am so yeah i actually am professional uh classical musician so i do uh a lot of performing uh in that space as well so you know uh, bow is kind of kind of my thing but, right uh so it, it was nice to bring some of that uh aspect to the album so when i said in introducing the band that there's almost a chamber music quality to, to, I mean, what about you, Rachel? Are you classically trained as well? Yeah, I'm a Suzuki kid. My mom was a violin teacher. And um, yeah, I grew up with like a classical music background and then, you know, went to the dark side as I got older <laughs> and more rebellious. Um, and now it's kind of a beautiful synthesis of everything I love about uh, lots of different violin traditions. Yeah. So Jason, how did you... Uh, I mean, if, you're, if your day job is still a night job playing classical music, you know, how'd you get into this? It was um, actually uh, just through, like, some commonality with the two worlds. Uh, uh, Kyle's roommate at the time uh, uh, was uh, dating and is now married to uh, a cellist mm-hmm. that uh, I've worked with before. And so when Kyle was looking for... A bass player she had mentioned to me she's like hey this is band is like looking for a bass player and then I happened to look uh, listen to some of the songs and you know I heard a lot of space a lot of you know uh, interesting harmonies and things like that and it, it, it um, kind of reminded me of uh, some bluegrass music that does cross over to classical, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So I, you mean uh, people like Edgar Meyer, another well, bass player? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, back in college, I had listened to Edgar a whole bunch, and mm. then Chris Thiele and uh, you know, Punch Brothers, that yeah. whole yeah, that yeah. whole world. So so there so there was some familiarity there, and I looked at it. I was like, well, this would be a cool um, kind of project of like people who are like really. Or doing bluegrass, but there's definitely an introspective, you know, aspect to it. And I was like, I think I could fit in yeah. well with that. It, it also, I'm, I'm also now thinking of Carolina Chocolate Drops. You mm. know, Rhiannon Giddens et al. bringing the the fact that there was a black tradition of string band music right. back to people's. You know, we think of bluegrass as being a pretty white right. genre of music. And yeah, but I I think there was some. You know, through uh, some of the people who were getting interested with, like, you know, uh, uh, Victor Wooten. Oh, Vic Wooten. Yeah. 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 And also, you know, uh, listening to him over the years, like, talk about bluegrass music and things like that. So there's, like, some some interest there. And, you know, once I kind of get into the community, the way that everybody kind of takes you in and, and shows you the ropes... Uh, uh, was appealing. Yeah. You know, so. so, so Kyle, the the first album, uh, Dressed in Roses, the band was a quartet. This album, a trio, mm-hmm. uh, and yet somehow the sound is kind of more expansive. It seems. That's excellent to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but then you need to be able to play these pieces live, right? And so you have to go back and do what to them. 
so that was kind of on the, the pre-planning side of it, honestly, because um, with Isaac, our, our, our banjo player, who um, has now um, gone and just focusing on his family, um, we had him record on the album with the idea of like, we're going to have to fill these parts with a different instrument other mm-hmm. than banjo. Um, so we tried to make them really accessible in that way. Um, and that's where like the flute covers some of those banjo sounds really nicely. Um, the piano, I think, works to fill it in too a bit. Um, so utilizing um, just different musicians um, with different instrumentation and then also um, you know, Rachel and myself experimenting um, with how to manipulate the tone of our instrument, mm-hmm. um, we've gotten to kind of expand out from um, playing around a single mic. Um, all right, let's hear another song. Uh, Gardens is uh, the name of this one. We're speaking with the members of the band Barbaro and hearing some songs from their latest record called About the Winter, and again, this one called Gardens. Always you saw him, always you call him. All the wine that fits my waist around For the empire's singing Etched their lawns Hoping all their gardens will grow Annie, I can't help it They're crawling from the blankets Our little heads just turn around And the man in me pleads Younger, much less ordinary man Head laid on the pavement Surprise the way it all fits The ego and the id Just take it out And the hurt come for free Left searching for some solitary crown Gardens, the name of the song from the band Barbaro. 
Uh, it's on the album called About the Winter, and Kyle, a lot of the songs on the album are kind of interior, personal, you know, uh, the, the, like subtle hints, the first song. This one is kind of a bigger picture thing. It's kind of looking askance at late-stage American capitalism, it seems. <laughs> is that a little bit of a different vibe, songwriting-wise? You know, sometimes this song started out really personal. Um, and then uh, and then what I tend to do is I'll go back and edit and make it a little less personal mm. um, uh, and, and try to avoid, avoid some embarrassment um, and things like that. So uh, I'll, I'll change some words here or there that can um, sometimes alter the meaning and, and change the course of the song a little bit. So. Yeah. Um, the band is called Barbaro. And that's also the name of a song on the first record, the lyrics to which make it clear that while there are several possible derivations of the band name, it's actually named after the Kentucky Derby winning horse. Correct, yeah. Why? Um, we, uh, <laughs> uh, back in the day I was dating um, this girl and she was really into horses and told me about this horse named Barbaro and I found it to be a really interesting tragic story yeah um and so i i I wrote a song about it um and it was the first song uh, the band ever played and we played a couple shows um trying to figure out a name and and we originally um played a show as the honey bottoms um (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) Uh, without and then after the show uh we got home and googled honey bottoms um and quickly realized there's no way we're going to compete with those rankings on Google. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we all we all really liked the song. Um, it was a strong song, and 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 we thought um, the name was kind of original, um, maybe hard to pronounce for some people, um, and so maybe it would stick a little bit that yeah. way. It was the first thing that I noticed. Like, could this be named after the horse? I'm a lifelong horse racing okay. fan. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually made some money on Barbaro. Oh, when excellent. he won the Derby. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then, of course, the, the tragedy. I mean, horse racing is a wonderful sport, but there is this darker, tragic side to it, which is that these are animals that cannot survive on a broken leg. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, their bodies just don't work that way. And it was like heroic efforts to save this horse when he broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Like, took them, it took them over a year before they pulled the plug, essentially. Right. The tragedy of it is... Um I don't know. That's kind of uh, what I latched on to a bit. Yeah. And, and um, while it's sad, um, it's a, I think it's an interesting story. Um, and, it, and, it, and it makes a fun story to try and um, convey through song. Yeah. Well, also, it was a sad story. But the, the coming together of millions of people around the country back in whatever that was, 2008 or nine, mm-hmm. you know, rooting for this horse and the team of humans trying to save him was just a... It was kind of, there was a nice communal experience happening there. Totally. Yeah. Uh, what about the album title, About the Winter? Rachel, where does, that comes from one of the songs on the record. Yeah, I'm always like, kind of like interested when an album, you know, shares a name with like a lyric or one of the songs, just because I think it helps point you in a direction to like, what are some of the aesthetic clues <laughs> we should be thinking about that are open-ended, but we can, can help us approach, you know, this work. And I've just was kind of drawn to the song, you know, Let's Talk About the Winter. It's my favorite song on the album. And I know it's better off that I don't call you 
can't help, I can't help It's brought me to my knees in the cold We just recorded it when there was snow on the ground. We recorded it, you know. Well, you're in Minneapolis, so that's ten months of the year, isn't it? Yeah, it's winter. <laughs> let's let's talk about it for real. It is brutal. Um, and so yeah, we're up in the Northwoods, and <laughs> but it is it's it's cold. We're coming out of pandemic, out of summer of 2020. We're coming out of personal relationship stuff and career stuff, and um, getting into our 30s and. Um, it just felt thematic, um, but let's talk about the winter was a bit of a mouthful, so we thought we'd just keep a, it short. Yeah, about, about the winter. The winter. Um, as we've already discussed, you know, uh, rather than do the real kind of up-tempo, barn-burning, bluegrass, fast stuff, a lot of these songs are slower. They're, I would say pastoral, but when I say pastoral, I, th- I think at least spring and summer. Mm-hmm. It, but if there is a winter pastoral, come uh, to Minnesota. <laughs> but I was going to say, if there is such a thing, I, I yeah. think maybe you've hit on it here. Yeah. Um, what about the song "Subpina Colada"? Just the title makes. You know, I'm, I'm, now I'm expecting. All right, so we're going to get a novelty song in the middle. Of, but in fact, um, it really, Kyle, is is kind of like the big central track on the record isn't it interesting yeah it um we put a lot of work into that song Sold my soul down by waterside keeping up all the malarkey six foot eight scraping sunset just like those all afar Could it be lost? We think it kind of uh, helped bridge a lot of what we were doing before um, into this new album here. Um, and and the title is, is definitely silly, um, where I think a lot of our, our music is intended to be taken quite seriously. And so to kind of um, put that in there um, makes it feel a little bit more loose, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was just a, a friend of ours who um, kind of suggested that title, and it and it stuck, and um, it's fun to say on stage because it gets a good <laughs> laugh out of the crowd. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that you say, you know, a kind of a bridge piece between what you used to do and the s- new sound of this record because there are solos, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but then there's also this section that's very kind of cinematic without being like Hans Zimmer cinematic, you know? You know what I mean? Again, going back to the, the, the sense of orchestration and Jason and Rachel having classical music chops and stuff, it just it seemed like you, you set out for new territory in that piece. Totally. I still remember um, like the 
we wrote that song maybe like four or five years ago, um, but we spent a good six months trying to iron out exactly what was going to happen in it. And um, I don't remember who brought that whole um, cinematic part um, to the band, but once that was once that happened, um, you know, Jason and Rachel just started kind of crafting it, and it is very chamber-esque, I think. Uh, it also leads directly into the song you're going to do next called All My Friends. Um, it, it, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard to, to kind of pick lyrics out without a lyric sheet, but Rachel, is, is there a line about listening to Whalen on the radio? Yeah. Whalen Jennings? I assume. Kyle wrote the song, so, so I... It's, is it Whalen Jennings? Yes. Yeah. Good. That's what I was trying to convey emotionally, I guess, but I never <laughs> confirmed with you that that's actually what it referred to. <laughs> yeah, I just, um, I'd like that feeling of like a warm spring or fall day where you're sitting on a porch with some friends chatting and um, and you got music playing and um, and I thought, you know, it, it, Waylon Jennings kind of... Uh, would bring a little bit of a uh, edge to the scene too. <laughs> All right, let's hear the song. It's called All My Friends. The band is Barbaro playing live here in the studio. All of my friends sit on the back porch swinging Listening to Waylon on the radio Torn between righteous and forgiven All of them words just pen for a living All of them words Crossing the canyon space in my arms Just to pray for to give them The weight of the world and the blood in your eyes Your eyes just always something more Keep it in mind you see all my worthy imperfections all of my words stems from religion all of my words all my time is best when in love all of my mind's better days keep in time best when in love all of my mind's better days Just to pray for to give them The weight of the world and the blood in your eyes Your eyes, there's always something more Keep it in mind, you see all my worthy imperfections All of my words stems from religion All of my words All my time Best when in love Better days Keep in time Best when in love I love my mind's better days 
My Friends is the name of the song from the band Barbaro. Um, Kyle, Rachel, you both sing. How do you divvy up the vocal chores? Um, th- with uh, this last song, it was just kind of uh, through practice um, in, in feeling out the different songs and thinking about whose voice would fit with which piece. Um, and so uh, this one was kind of an immediate thought Um where we, um, I would bring the song to the band and sing it through, um, and then like maybe Jason was like, "What if uh, Rachel sings this? <laughs> what if someone else sang it?" <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What, dude? I'm singing this song." Just very, very lightly, yeah, gently guiding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just trial and error, really. Okay. All right. Um, one of the elements of bluegrass, which after all is still one of the roots of the band, is improvisation. How much? improv is there once the songs are done uh every time we play it okay um yeah so like uh th- that tune there that whole, whole second half is pretty much impro- improvised now you mentioned uh at least one of these songs had been kicking around for four or five years before you were able to figure out what to do with it um are there already the beginnings of a new batch of songs and if so are they yet another step removed from the roots of the band uh, they're kind of in the same vein, honestly, um, that we've been doing. I, I think we found our voice a lot in this studio, uh, in the studio for this album. Um, and, and we collectively kind of really enjoyed, um, the process and the, and the work we created. So, um, yeah, I see it as us finding our voice and hopefully growing it. Um, Great. All right. The uh, current record is called is called About the Winter. It is the, the latest, the sophomore release from the band Barbaro. It's been a lot of fun to have uh, the four of you here in the studio. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. Irene Prudell is our technical director. Our live performances today were engineered by the band's own Raymond Yates. Uh, Karen Havlick is our producer and was also behind the cameras today. Eric Weber is our video editor. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up on the website at newsounds.org.